Joining us on the air right now is Pascal from Ubinet. Hi, Pascal. Good morning, Steve. And maybe I guess maybe you could run down exactly what's been what the situation is. I know uh, we were at twenty percent containment last night, and uh, now I understand it's gone up a little bit. No, we are at twenty-two percent, but uh, there is definitely it's definite things are definitely looking up. So that is. Um, I was surprised this morning. I saw that there's actually um, right now there are 1,457 firefighters assigned to this uh, fire, 181 engines, 37 water tenders, 44 hand crews, 25 dozers, and of course, plus all the the aircraft. Um, The good news uh, from yesterday evening was that there were um, a lot of the mandatory evacuations were um, lifted and put just as warnings, uh, so that there were about uh, three, there, on, in the morning there were 300 people evacuated, and there's still 50 as of the, this morning that remain evacuated. There is basically did you say 50? Area, 50, five, zero. Okay. Uh, the area south of Birchville Road on Pleasant Valley Road going to uh, Dencord and to South Teresa's Crossing. That is the only area that is still under mandatory evacuation. That's where um, basically the, 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 the fire started. Uh, the rest, uh, both in Nevada and Yuba counties, are under evacuation warnings. And this morning, I, I, I just came back from uh, the morning briefing, and one of the, uh, one of the points that uh, the safety group highlighted was that the area is repopulated, and they reminded um, the uh, division chiefs, etc., to be mindful of the increased traffic, and then also pointed out that with the upcoming weekend, there will be a lot more traffic when they drive uh, to and from the incident. But uh, um, it, they sounded pretty optimistic. Well, that's good, and uh, um, uh, particularly because uh, it, it just with it, 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 it right now it just seems amazing that we have fourteen hundred firefighters here. Uh, well, there is. Uh, there is uh, basically this fire and one in Butte County. Those are the those are the only fires that, that basically are in the area right now in Northern California. So um, that is uh, a really really good thing because they, when they asked for resources, they got everything they needed, and um, it's pretty amazing. And then today was the first day that in, during the briefing they were also talking about backhauling, which means uh, bringing out uh, equipment that they have, that they put in, be that uh, hose lines or uh, even some equipment to backhaul and uh, also pick up the the quote-unquote trash created. So that is a good sign. And then maybe they will, maybe soon we can say, they are starting to demobilize excess resources because, and those are all signs that um, it's it's going in the right direction. Uh, really good. It was a good morning briefing. Uh, 
I'll have the video up shortly, and then we'll we'll see. Today, uh, the the weather forecast calls um, for basically a little cooler temperatures. Uh, we we gain a couple degrees every day, um, and but important is that the relative humidity is increasing, and um, there will, however, be some some wind. There are some wind gusts up to 18 miles per hour, um, so of course that is that's that is the concern because if you get gusts and it is not the, the containment lines are not very solid, well you can have something spotting. There is there are plenty of um, helicopters available. They have 12 helicopters available uh, that are working the fire. The air tankers are on base, and if needed, they can they can call those up, and and they are over the fire in a couple of minutes. So all that stuff, that's all really good news. And uh, let's hope that today there will be uh, no no injuries. There was a a number of firefighter injuries uh, over these three days. Uh, it was mostly uh, minor injuries, heat exhaustion, and such, and. Um, so there was the reminder to hydrate, and that's something that we all should uh, take to heart. It is hot, so hydrate and hydrate often. I believe uh, that I saw uh, at least one number of 13 injuries. I know that I'm not sure mm-hmm. when that came from, it, uh, but I know that, it was yes. on you, but that. Yeah, that, that, is, that is the total number uh, since the start of the, uh, the incident. Okay. But like I said, it's it was it was uh, it's mostly you know um, heat exhaustion and and, and some uh, allergic reactions and stuff. So uh, no major injuries, which is really really good. And you had a and you had a great picture of uh, of um, some uh, horse being taken care of at the fairgrounds. Uh, uh, yes, yes, the Nevada County Veterinary Disaster Response Team. Pat and all her volunteers, they are at the, as soon as a fire, as soon as there's evacuations that uh, start up, they are, they mobilize as well. And they work very closely with the sheriff's office and specifically animal control. And uh, they can, they are taking care of a little over 150 animals. So yesterday, they were taking care of 150 animals at the fairgrounds. Because the, well, first of all, the incident command post is at the fairgrounds, and then second, that's where uh, they go and set up. And uh, it's amazing to see because this, that's also an all volunteer organization, and they are taking care of uh, everything from uh, horses, donkeys, llamas, dogs, cats, uh, cattle, and then a couple exotics. I mean, yeah. Well, and uh, what, what, what they, you know, they, and if I just could maybe uh, give them a plug, because, again, they are all volunteer, and uh, they are at nefcoanimalevac.org. They also have a Facebook page, and uh, if you ever need help during a um, an evacuation, you can call the, the sheriff's dispatch, and then they will put you in touch, but they always, um, they kind of sort of need, need more volunteers, so maybe some uh, some of your listeners can 
are drawn to that and could help out. Okay. Um, by the way, the uh, the estimated date of containment is now Tuesday, uh, July fifth. Yes, it is July fifth. Yes, it has been it has been moved um, because uh, there is one uh, division and the one that really that steep cliff going down to the river that is uh, pretty recalcitrant because it is so hard to access it, and then they want to bring everything down to the river make sure that all these containment lines they have uh they made really good progress at the where the fire started they mop they have uh black lines so they it's mopped up 300 feet in and they are starting that and they have done some pretty amazing work on the contingency lines as well um, all the way from Lake Francis down to to the river, there are contingency lines just in case. Um, any word on when uh, there may be more repopula- repopulation? That is, there is another meeting today, but it, it really depends on uh, this this last portion, which is very close to uh, where the fire started. There is uh, there are quite a few. Um, hazard trees and snags that need to be uh, removed so that people can safely access the area. So that's, that is, they're working on that, but, uh, you know, um, and then a lot of equipment went in there, so they have to get all that out so that people can, uh, that the remaining 50 people can also uh, go back home. And damage assessment uh, is ongoing, and we should have an update on that uh, sometime today. Okay. And also, um, j- uh, just real quick, uh, what about uh, uh, um, any problems with smoke? Mm, no, there is basically um, the inversion is keeping the smoke pretty localized. Um, now it's going to depend on how how much how much wind we get. There might there might be a little bit of smoke, and there is of course. Uh, a, a health advisory for smoke um, that is in effect until well until Tuesday. Okay, hey Pascal, I want to thank you very much for joining us here this morning. No problem. You're welcome.